Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. This episode of The Morning Stream is brought to you by Blue Chew. We've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code TMS at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code TMS to receive your first month free. Coming up on TMS, how many days since a Fury Road mentioned zero, always zero? Sheena Hulkstein. Tiger-based magicians. Does Kung Fu count as a superpower? Who has the most Wheaties box experience? Card flickers and gum slappers. Don Cheeto and his weird English accent. Pull down sock faces. It's garbage. You should see it. Fu Manchu part two. Wedding snatchers. I smell like a woman. Woo! Nerd of the greatest cal no nerds of the greatest caliber coming to a consensus with jury and more on this episode of the morning stream. Well, if I leave the game, I'm taking a pot with me. In a square game, I don't want it. Duke, take your hands off that money. Tim Tonak Loco, you go reaching for your gun and don't give up hope. The morning stream, it's Toad's Fast. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. It is the morning stream, TMS, for Tuesday, April 27th, 2021. I'm Scott, he's Brian. Hi, Brian. Hello, Scott. God, we're just barreling towards the end of another month. I don't like it. No, sir, I don't. Uh, uh, I don't like it. I don't don't like it either, although April was a, a really schedule heavy month for me yeah. you know with uh, all the all the things that i have written down on my calendar yeah <laughs> for the yeah. month of april yeah. may is a little bit lighter but i have a trip and uh oh yeah the triumphant return of uh, vegas for you that's right after after nearly two years yep you're gonna go I'm striding there. in there with big wads of cash and that's uh, right. posse I, i'm expecting you know? here's what here's what i'm visualizing right yeah. so i get off the plane and there's a a kind of tunnel of people yeah. representing all of Las Vegas. So it'll be showgirls with their big feathery uh, hats and stuff. Yep. It'll be uh, Wayne Newton. It'll be a couple uh, tiger-based magicians. Um, and they're all going to be like <laughs> clapping as I walk down the jetway as I come back into uh, into Vegas. Tiger-based magicians. If that's tiger not, based if, that, if, if please submit that as title because that's fantastic. <laughs> Uh, I yeah. I will admit that that's a phrase that that came from uh, Five Honey by Midnight. Tiger based magician. Still pretty great. Uh, yeah. So you're gonna you're gonna burst onto the McLaren scene there. You're gonna you're that's gonna, right exactly. And it's gonna yeah. be right, everybody just a tunnel of uh, people applauding all the different uh, pit bosses, uh, dealers. Oh man, throwing chips croupier, at you. Croupier yep. with his uh, with his stick. Yep. His croupier stick. His croupier stick. All of it. Every stereotype uh, what else? you can what else? think Huckers? of. Oh, maybe some meth. Meth uh, people, yeah. Oh, and some people walking behind you with little uh, little cards going flick, 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 flick. Yeah, as you the go. Flick, flick, card flick, flickers, flick. right? Yeah. right? Yeah. Porn, some gum. Porn There'll be gum, little called. pieces of gum thrown out on the floor in front of you, just like the streets. <laughs> That's right, exactly. Yeah, 
Yeah. Oh, if it's not that, I'm going to be sorely disappointed. Yeah, it's going to be a rough May. <laughs> rough May if none of this comes true. But uh, yeah, right. May's uh, May's a new month. Um, for me, April's mostly been like trying to just keep up with this Kickstarter. But it's almost over. We're like seven days away, and by the end of the month, very beginning of next month, we'll be uh, we'll be hot to trot to, to fulfill that damn thing. So yeah, pretty exciting. Um, oh, it's very exciting. Yeah, it's all going good. So uh, the only thing that isn't going good is. Uh, Yesterday after the show, I, I said this during the show, I was feeling really just kind of off. I slept terrible. I didn't know if it was the weather or if I just was like just cranky, kind of headache and just kind of eh, just felt like crap. And um, we got the show done. It was fine. We had a good time yesterday. Great show. Yeah. The show ends. I get it all posted. I go upstairs and I think, all right, I've got this huge to-do list today. I should get on that. And then my other brain said, but look at that couch over there. Yeah. That looks comfy. Why don't you just lay there for a minute? <laughs> and why don't you have the dog with you or something? And then you can just chill out on that couch for a little bit. And maybe that would be the better idea. And then you can get up and do all your, your giant list. And so I did that. I laid down on that couch and I slept till 2.30 in the afternoon. Oh, wow. Yeah. You obviously needed it. Holy cow. I clearly cow. needed it. I never do that. So that was like, it was like, it must have been an imperative, you know, it just had to happen. Yeah. Um, and then I was behind on everything and still didn't get caught, caught up. But, but that's I how know. my day went. So me and the couch. But I'll say it was worth it because you know what? Today, I feel freaking great today. See, that's the thing. And you'll catch up and your, you know, clients or whatever projects you had, uh, that's a, they'll all understand. It's totally fine. Right. Yeah, I'll it's, catch up. It'll be fine. Yeah. I had exactly. nothing that was like deadline going to die if I don't do it yesterday. So that's good. Sometimes that's you got to take care of your damn self and take a minute. Uh, but I hear, I hear you had a similar, uh, yeah, well, we just had an evening. So I was exhausted yesterday too. I, and I think it was just, you know, waking up at four thirty, not being able to go back to sleep myself. And so um, we watched a movie that I'm going to use for recommendals, and then we started watching some episodes of Made for Love, which was Nicole's recommendal last oh, week. And it is, yeah. it's really, really good. It is, is it, very funny. That's good to hear. I wrote it down and was hoping and, that it was as good as Christine she said. Christine Malati is just wonderful. She's yeah. just wonderful. Yeah. She can do no wrong for me. I like her. How I met your mother. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> around about nine o'clock. I'm fading out, like to the point where I'm struggling to keep my eyes open. I'm doing it. I'm like, you know, keeping my eyes open, but um, it's a, it's a struggle. We get through another episode. It's like nine thirty-five, and I'm like, I'm done, Tina. I'm just going to bed. Yeah. And so I, so I go and I, I climb in bed, uh, crash. She comes in a few minutes later, and uh, and I'm awoken. Uh oh. At ten fifteen, yeah, just a mere uh, forty minutes later, whatever it is, uh, with a uh, the alarm going off, the house alarm going off, which means that our power went out, which also might explain the router situation. Oh, right. Okay, so no, be, so you have an alarm reason. set to go. We have a we have a um, yeah. Explain how that works. We have yeah, we have an alarm that uh, like an ADT alarm that. Uh, is tied up to our windows, doors, lit, notifies us if somebody, if there's a um, a breaking glass sound in certain rooms, then we, we get notified. Or if the windows get opened um, when the alarm is set, then we get notified. But the problem is that whenever there's a power outage, it goes off for like a couple seconds, like a, like a really freaking loud 
It's to get you up, right? It's to it's to get you up. It's just to I I don't even know if it's on purpose. Like, like oh, we got to (laughs) notify that there was a power outage, or if it's just yeah, our hardware is weird. When there's a when there's a power outage, our when it comes back on, our hardware just makes that alarm sound. Um, but regardless, it went off, and and just as I had like finally dozed off, and I was deep in the REMs. I was in the middle of losing my religion. Mm. Um, that thing goes off, and then, and then it was then the I have end a hard of as the hell time you know getting back to sleep. Oh, I'll bet. Yeah, once you get shocked yeah. awake like that, what are you supposed to do? Exactly. So, uh, fell didn't fall asleep until eleven thirty, and uh, <laughs> I hate that. Still, I slept in later. I mean, I quote unquote, slept in until five forty-five. So, I mean, it was a lot better than yesterday. But good lord, <laughs> slept I mean, in can I not catch a break? I know, right? Oh, Isn't that rebel, sad? Like 545 rebel. is sleep is what I consider sleeping in these such, days. Such a rebel, Brian, with that late sleep in hour. Lord. Yeah. It, you know, it's, I never hear my alarm because I'm always awake half an hour beforehand. So Yeah, no kidding. Some, believe some, me, Zoe, uh, for 545 shouldn't be sleeping in, but, but it is. That's true. Some in the but chat are confused about why the alarm system would be tied to a power outage and the answer is easy like have you not ever seen a movie where they break into the house and they cut the right. the power I mean, the first thing they do is cut the power yeah to yeah. turn off the alarm they're I mean, outside that's, with that's their little you uh, you know their pull down sock faces with the the machine the the cutters going chip chip snip and <laughs> that's what happens when when uh, uh don Cheadle in his weird uh english accent sets off the emp just outside just off the strip it's to cut kill the power to all the all the hotels. So dang, dang straight. By the way, this reminds me, my recommendal this yeah. week. I'm so excited to talk about it. Oh, are you? Is, yeah. it, a, is it a documentary? No, it's a movie okay, that good. I uh, paid to see because Whoa. I know. Usually I'm just like, ah, I'll wait for streaming. But this one just kept beckoning me. I won't tell you yep. what it was, except probably people will figure it out because I put up tweets yesterday about it. But uh, can't <laughs> I help really, it. You I really can't liked help it. it. I, yeah. I liked it a lot. Oh, let's say I'm this. having a hard time resisting talking about what we watched watch last night because I loved it so much. And here's the weird, the weird switcheroo, Scott. Yeah, mine is a documentary. Whoa! I watched so a movie that I paid for, and you, yeah, I know. you streamed it's, a documentary. What is going on? Did you and I make a wish on like an old artifact? Oh, uh, and switch bodies or something. We did. That certainly feels like what happened. Where it's the, the magic tiki in the uh, freaking Brady Bunch episode. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Weird. Yes. All right. Well, we'll yeah. find out uh, tomorrow what we've chosen for. No, TVZ on. It's not more. Well, I don't think it's Mortal Kombat because that he would get with his HBO subscription and not pay extra for. Correct. It. That's already. Uh, yes. I, and I did see that and really enjoyed yeah. it. Let me tell you. Let me tell you two things about. It. I'm not going to recommend yeah, give me, it. Give me two things because this is one I'm going to have to watch without Tina. She has, like, I can maybe get her to watch Godzilla versus Kong, and there's just a couple days left to do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's no way. But she's I'm not going like to get her to watch Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I'm surprised the guy came to sit there with me and do it. Um, <laughs> but I'll let me say this about it. It is, it is total trash. Okay, it's a garbage movie, but. Yeah. But absolutely see it. Like it's fun. It's 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 a it's a video game movie. And I will say, I think in some ways better than that '90s one everyone holds so dear. Of course, oh, way, that's a, a low bar. It's a very set. low bar, but it's a trillion yeah. times better than Annihilation. So there's that. Uh, it has okay. an actual right. like decent CG budget. So there's really cool some really cool effects and stuff. It's rated mm-hmm. R as it should be. So there's lots mm-hmm. of blood and gore, and that's good. good. Do you want yeah. that in a Mortal Kombat movie? There are a couple of like really great characters. 
It's just, it's, but it's a, it's, I'm not going to sit here and tell anyone that's a good movie. It's, it's not right. by the measurement yeah. of like, you know, good movie, you know, but is, is it a good trash <laughs> movie? hundred percent. It's a good trash movie. It's a great uh, no, time. No Christopher Lambert though, right? No Christopher No, Lambert. hell no. In fact, the guy they have is uh, uh, Raiden is <laughs> terrible. He's a terrible really? Raiden. Uh, but there's like lots of other, like Kano steals the movie. Fan freaking tastic. Kano's it's worth seeing that movie for Kano alone and I'm and I'm not kidding when I say that he's legit funny and really elevates the material the the fights are fun the choreography for that stuff is good I'm not again I'm not saying this is this isn't a negative for me I want movies like this to exist but I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it's good by some measurement of good it's it's just well and we're we're just coming off of uh, Oscar season, right? So, like, we've been we've been doing nothing but watching like really good, high quality movies, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, uh, The Father, stuff like that. Now it's time for a little popcorn. Yeah, little well, popcorn. Yeah, get out some popcorn and get her done. Uh, yeah, but yeah, like Kano's a high point. Uh, Jax was a could have been cool, but was lame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, did I regret it at all? Not at all. I had a great yeah. time. Yeah. And I'm yeah. laughing, and the minute someone says "get over here," I'm I'm poking Kim, going, "Oh my gosh, that's so course. cheesy! This is so great!" Like I'm <laughs> reveling in it for what it's supposed to be, and in that, sure. and in my mind, they succeeded. It's it's fine. It's what it is. Cool. It's, but don't cool. go in there thinking you're going to get, you know, next level. Like don't, you know, like the difference between say the original Mad Max and Fury Road. You know, like it's a pretty stark difference. Yeah. This yes. isn't that kind oh, of difference. It's not gosh. like you just got. I cannot keep this sign up to date that says how many days <laughs> since the last Mad Max Fury Road reference. <laughs> and the chat. So, erase it again. <laughs> get the pen. Write a new number zero. Just had to change it zero on there. Right. Uh, LC Knight says, "Would I watch it again? I'd watch it again for film sack, hundred percent." God, you know what? We should do that for patrons. We should make a. Uh, uh, we'll talk about we'll talk about film sack patrons and Mortal Kombat, but yeah. that's something we should make for patrons is one of those wipe off signs that yeah. says, uh, "How many days since last Fury Road mentioned?" <laughs> that's a great idea. Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, yeah, uh, the movie I'm going to recommend tomorrow has a moment of wiping one of those signs off, so it's funny. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> and it's really well done. Like usually in a movie, I'm like, "Oh, I, yeah, that joke has been done a thousand times." Yeah, it's always oh, pull down the old number, put up a one or a zero. Ha ha sure. ha! This the yeah. way this was done. Chef's kiss. It was great. So you watched you watched the episode you watched an episode of The Simpsons where that happens <laughs> in the opening credits. That's what you're going to tell. That's us what that I'm going to tell you tomorrow. I'm rewatching The Simpsons, and I oh, fooled you this whole time into thinking has it was a, a movie. I see you has. I bet that's right too. Ooh, I can't wait to hear about this because this is one I want to spend money to see. <laughs> if I see you is correct in the chat, guessing what it is. Yeah, there you go. Also, yeah. TVZ gone. So, for some reason, wrote Jeff's kiss, and I just like that. For some reason, <laughs> what is what does Jeff's kiss I look like know. if it's not the chef's? Kiss? I don't know, but I like it somehow. Whoa. It's very odd. Um, all right. Also, we got a quick email here from uh, a listener. Yeah. This is from Cody. Um, we'll stay in the we'll stay in films here for a second. He says, "Dear podcast okay. wizards." You're a wizard, Ibbit. Did you know that? You're a wizard? <laughs> I'm a wizard. Good. Oh, good to know. Right. Uh, so it says this. So I saw the trailer for Shang-Chi and I uh, have literally no clue who he is. I also know uh, you two are nerds of the greatest caliber. I wonder if you all could do or uh, could do some info on Shang-Chi, mostly because I love listening sure. to you guys, says Cody. 
Well, yeah. Cody, uh, God, this would be a great. This would have been a great Stephen Schleicher. Uh, oh yeah, it would have been. I guess we would have been great. We just got it. So yeah. I mean, I don't know if he's in there today. If he's in live, he listens every day. But I don't know if he's. Yeah, in. He does. Yeah. If you're in live, raise your hand, uh, Stephen, and we'll pull you. Yeah, in. Yeah, we'll but, pull uh, you in for this. But he's an interesting. It's an interesting character because Brian and I will both fully admit we hadn't heard of him either until Marvel announced it was. Well, part no, of the no, I, I'd heard of him. Oh, I you mean, had I'm, heard of him. I'm, okay, I'm, I hadn't yeah, even yeah, heard yeah. I'm Marvel guy from. I even have some old Shang-Chi comics from the 70s. Gotcha. But that's it. That's like <laughs> Right. And yeah. you and did you know what I mean when they when they announced the movie, that's the length of your knowledge. You knew there were comics, that was you like had my some knowledge. Of the stuff. It's like, oh, "Okay, yeah, the the uh, martial arts guy from the 70s that Marvel created to kind of capitalize on the the popularity of uh uh of karate and and stuff like that at the time." Right. I um like you said, until recently, he's kind of made a resurgence and has had like a uh, um, uh, appearance in some of the stuff that I have been reading separately, right? Like the Spider Island thing, uh, Battle World. Oh, right. Um, it was in the uh, House of X stuff, I want to say. Probably. Maybe. Yeah, probably. Um, I know I read something and I just cannot remember the series I read recently. I may have been that new Venom series. I can't remember, but he's in some of that. So, but if you would, you know. but basically, if you would have asked me, I would have said, "Oh yeah, that was a character that uh, was in the Marvel in, in Marvel in the seventies, and uh, and and you know they forgot about him and never did anything with him after that." Yeah, but like, definitely a thing of the seventies. Like he's of that era, and uh, in fact, I'll tell you right here, it says the character was conceived in the late seventy two. So Brian and I were all okay. two years old when this happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, Marvel had wished to acquire the rights to the Kung Fu television series, but were denied permission by the show's owner, Warner Communications owner of Marvel's primary rival DC. Instead, Marvel acquired the comic book rights to Sam Romer's or Sax Romer's pulp villain Dr. Fu Manchu. Boy, I'm Mm -hmm. glad that didn't work out very well. Anyway, they developed the character Shang-Chi, a master of Kung Fu who was introduced as a previously unknown son of Fu Manchu. (laughs) Uh, The original (laughs) character himself, many of Shang-Chi's supporting characters, most notably Fu Manchu, uh, Dr. Dennis Nalen Smith, Dr. Uh, Who cares about these? Where uh, Romer creations, the uh, no characters from the Kung Fu television series were ever included in the comic series, uh, though the character Lu Sun is in, in an early issue bears a strong resemblance to uh, Kwai Shang Kang, Shang Kang, who is, I guess, the main character in that show. Anyway, uh, okay. it was all just to grab onto the Bruce Lee wave and the whole like, right. hey, right. we're all like and awesome to the dragon and all that stuff. Yeah, right. So his powers. Uh, Let's see. So it's none. He's good at karate. He's just really good at karate. Basically, Um, he has beaten super or numerous superhuman human opponents. So, yeah. For example, let's see. I've got some examples. He beat uh, Ares, uh, um, God of War, and member one-time member of the Avengers. Oh, that's right. Uh, That's on here. Yep. Uh, He also beat. Let's see. For a while, he acquired some of Spider-Man's powers and abilities. I guess. That was part of that Spider Island thing. That was yeah, that thing you were talking about? Okay. Caught the spider virus. Got it. Uh, spider he- virus. <laughs> There's no cure for the spider virus. <laughs> he was briefly at the pim particles uh, he used to increase his size. Basically, he was uh, a nuck chuck or uh, Apache chief. <laughs> well, or, you know, Goliath, giant man, sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, I weird. thought he had something to do with the Mandarin. I don't know why I thought that. He does. He will now. Like his... Um, his they're pulling the mandarin in as the character obviously the big the big bad for um uh for the shang chi movie yeah and it won't be trevor slattery yeah no it will not be 
I have a speedboat. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, you'll never see me coming. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, but it'll be um, kind of their way of saying, "Yeah, here's the real Mandarin that we introduced, or that we kind of hinted at with the stinger from Iron Man three. Yeah, and um, and we don't have to mention uh, Fu Manchu. No, don't have to, doesn't have to come up. Doesn't even have to yeah. come up. Yeah, he was he was part of that Marvel Knights kind of resurgence that happened in the '90s too, with um, all the all the heroes for hire, Jessica Jones, uh, Iron Fist, Luke Cage. It wasn't the uh, um uh, the and that Colleen stuff was Wayne. a little darker, right? The Knights stuff yeah, was Marvel Knights, yeah. Yeah, I wish totally they did was. more of that. They don't have any of that or Max, like we talked about Monday with Steven. Mm-hmm. None right. of that's on. I went and double checked because we talked about it yesterday. None of that's on Unlimited, and it pisses me off. Like oh really? Be I'm so, surprised. Wow. I think that's just a Disney thing. It's like we got to be all pure for everybody. And you think, or, or are you just looking? I mean, are you looking? Well, I mean, obviously you're looking for Max. Which yeah, I wonder if it's just there. not if it's just not searchable under Marvel Knights or or Max. Oh, possibly. Maybe I need to look title per title or something. Yeah, I think look. Didn't look think title of that. For title. Look that for Heroes for Hire because that was actually a really good um, Marvel Knights series that had all of those Netflix characters as well as like you said colleen wing shang chi there you go well basically his thing is really really good at martial arts that's his power like really (laughs) good don't let that don't let that dissuade you from seeing the movie because you know if you would have heard the description of guardians of the galaxy on paper before you saw that movie you would have been like oh really (laughs) a a bunch of a tree and a raccoon uh joining forces with a yeah, it's yeah. good that you all went into the Guardians kind of blind, honestly. Yes, exactly. Because that's the same with ooh. Eternals and, and all that stuff. Oh, I'm so excited about what's her name doing that movie. I'm so excited. Chloe Zhao. Yeah. yeah. Although, what if it just turns out they're wandering around the desert talking to real people? <laughs> <laughs> what oh, there's Cersei pooping in a bucket again. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm disposed. I'm disposed. I'll say. <laughs> Uh-oh. Don't you see the flag on the outside of our? You guys got to watch that. Nomad Land's uh, good. It's real good. <laughs> so good. All what right. Is, so what do we got? What do we have? Phase is all the Phase Four stuff. Uh, let's see. MCU Phase Four. What do we have? Supposed to be kicked off. Locked with, uh, in. Was supposed right. to be kicked off with uh, Black Widow, right? Black that was, Widow, right? That was the beginning of that. I'm just looking for. You know, we've is this one an updated deal? Uh, no, because. If it were, Multiverse of Madness would be coming out in a week. Oh, oh that's oh, here it is. I found it. Oh, um, did you find a current one? This is current. So July 9th, 2021, Black Widow. Yep. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, September 3rd, 2021. Okay. Uh, Eternals, November 5th, 2021. Okay. Oh, that's this year? That's this year, yeah. Eternals is this that's year. That's actually exciting. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home with Sony, December 17th, 2021. Oh, good. Okay. Thor, Love and Thunder, uh, February 11th, 2022, which doesn't feel that Ooh. far off now. No, it really doesn't. And then Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, March 25th, 2022. So that's the current. That's okay. Yeah, that's the good. entirety of phase. F- well, that's what they're calling phase four on this list. I don't know if that's everything, but I think so. And then TV cool. stuff is WandaVision, uh, Winter Soldier, Loki, the What If series, Hawkeye, Miss Marvel, yeah. Moon Knight, and She-Hulk, all of which Secret, between now Secret and 2022. Yeah. Oh, that's great. You know keep what I'm it, actually looking forward coming, to? Isn't? I'm actually looking forward to She-Hulk because I was turned around on that 
I don't know who wrote the series. I'd give him credit if I could, but I read this not long ago, this short series, and it mostly focused on, well, not mostly, but you know, it, it, it did focus in on that. She's this lawyer and she's mm-hmm. a hard working, smart lady. And, and it was just less about, Oh my gosh, it's like the Hulk, but a lady, what, you know, they didn't really right, lean right. in that way. And I no, really and liked she's, it. And she's, she retains her intelligence with the, uh, and her, Basically, she's like Smart Hulk, uh, Ruffalo at the <laughs> during yeah. during Endgame. Yeah, yeah, all the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's real good. So I hope. Uh, oh, is she is she Savage now? JC Calhoun. Oh, maybe asks. she's Savage now. Maybe. I mean, that's temporary. It's comics. They change stuff all the time. Yeah, she'll be if she's Savage now. Hey, she won't be at some point. So <laughs> that's right. And Tatiana Maslany from. Uh, Orphan Black is uh, is the one who's playing her for that. Oh. Can she get all buff or will that be CG? How is that going to go? Probably be CG. I don't know. It's mm. probably going to be, you know, they'll do it the same way they do uh, Ruffalo, where elements of her features will be part of the CGI strong version of her. Yeah. Know? That Ruffalo stuff toward the end, like when he he's smart, it, so well. it was yeah. so good. It was seamless. Yeah. So if they yeah. can do that again. I remember how excited we were when we, like in the first Hulk movie, or the first. Uh, MCU Hulk movie, not the Edward Norton. I mean, that was that was okay. Technically that was the first, MCU, right? Like it was. Yeah, MCU. yeah, no, that was MCU, not the the Eric Bana. Right, thing, that one the, is not. But the first Ruffalo was that. That must have been the first Avengers movie, right? Where we first had Ruffalo as Correct. Hulk, yep. and you and they they did they pulled elements of Ruffalo's face into the Hulk, and I remember how excited we were about that. Yep. Like, oh my god, like you can actually see Ruffalo's features in the uh, yeah. In the Hulk. It was impressive. You know what else is yeah. weird is uh, in less than a year that movie's ten years old. <laughs> wow! The first the the ruffle the Avengers is? yeah because that was twenty twelve wow. right? Uh, do I have that right? I think so. That sounds about right. Jeez yeah, Louise, that's pretty weird. Um, yeah. And oh, a very exciting pick of her in this role. Let's see here. Oh really? I thought that was just like oh. her on set. <laughs> it is just her sitting around. That's, yeah. That's, okay. Thanks, JC Calhoun. That's sarcasm. Great. Very exciting pick of Tatiana Maslany. Yeah. Well done. You you interrupted the show for a fake. Wow. Uh, she thing. really, really in in uh, abused <laughs> the character. Yeah. Of uh, she looks like Jessica, she looks like me on the weekend. Uh, she's just chilling. Spoiler. She's just chilling with a pair of glasses on. <laughs> Why can't I remember She Hulk's real name? What the hell? Uh, uh, she Sheena. Hulk, Hulk Sheena Hulkstein. Hulk, Hulkstein. <laughs> Dude, uh, Jennifer Walters. Okay, that's why I was like, I was saying it's not Jennifer Walters because uh, Jessica. I'm thinking of Jessica Walters who just passed away. It's definitely not Jennifer Walters. And then, yeah, no, you're totally right. I think Jessica, yeah, like, or uh, sorry, uh, what do we what did we just call her? Sheena Hulkstein. Jennifer. Oh, Sheena Hulkstein. Yeah, that should stick. That should stick. Yeah, that should stick. Sheena Hulkstein. Yeah, I like it a lot. All right. Yeah. Well, we've done all we can do for your Shang-Chi information. We hope that helped, exactly. Cody. If you have questions like Cody, be like Cody and send an email to themorningstream at gmail.com. All right. Time for the news. It's time for the morning news, and it's brought to you by... Brought to you by America's Next Top Podcaster. If you are on the free feed today, you are enjoying, because um, they're slowly rolling out, the episodes... 
that you actually heard right here on TMS. We had each of the remaining contestants on as a guest because as easy as you might think it is to be a guest on somebody else's podcast, there's a lot of things you, you need to try to do. You need to try and match the vibe of the show. You need to, to pay attention to and banter with the hosts all while still figuring out a good a good clean way to promote whatever it is you're promoting sure. and we had our five contestants on to do that very thing you're going to hear how they did and one of them one of them is going to get the axe at the end of the week boom out of the contest <laughs> a boot America's Next uh search for it anywhere you get your podcasts a boot straight to the anus that character that person got <laughs> well, straight geez. to the anus yeah, uh, I don't actually yeah. remember who left that week. I shouldn't. Say <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was somebody very nice. It was somebody very nice, yeah. exactly. That neither had a boot nor an anus. Don't worry about it. Well, it certainly had an. They anus, probably have an anus. We all have we an did. anus, right? I we mean, did, some of the, uh, some people have had theirs removed, and maybe there was a birth defect right. for some that where the anus isn't quite right. But for, for I think most of us have just a straight up anus. <laughs> that's true and bobby frank <laughs> bobby franks reminds me that's right only the live li- listeners did get to hear those appearances on tms so oh, uh, a right. majority of you who just get the podcast did not so this is all going to be brand new content for you oh now i remember who left and also i remember why the person who didn't leave did so well very i did, i remember a couple of people really sh- showed their they were awesome on here yes that was a fun yes. that was a really fun thing some people were able to fit with us like they'd been uh, part of this show for years. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, here, enjoy this. This is your anus. Okay, there's your anus. <laughs> you anus. Are you anus. If there's a pig anus, he'll lick it. Okay. Lieutenant anus. <laughs> what happened to your anus is a useful thing indeed. Oh, yeah. The one that I always Full. thought was third eagle. Oh my gosh, I don't have that. What? How is that not in here? I'll bet I, I bet that was from my old that hard drive wreck of 2012 or whatever. Oh, man. What a bummer. I know. That's all right. That was, uh, <laughs> it's a bummer for an anus. Bummer. Get it? It's a bummer. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, bummer. Here's your, uh, here's your top story uh, today here in the news. Um, a company hiring full-time marijuana vaporizer tester is offering 42 k a year. If you want to just oh. you know test pot vapor uh, all day. Vape.com, one of the largest global vaporizer websites, has a job opening for full-time marijuana vaporizer tester. As our business grows, they say, the founder uh, no longer has time to do full reviews of every product. We <laughs> just, I just don't have the time to smoke pot anymore for my job. That's right. Um, he says, uh, we need help, according to the job description. Each vaporizer sold on the website is tested and analyzed before being advertised on the website. The description uh, continues for those who land the job. It won't be as simple as testing the vapor or the vapes and sending it back with a green check mark. Testers also need to analyze the functionality of the product, such as size, vapor production, and temperature. <laughs> it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Now here's the here's where they're going to get you. Okay. The uh, vending machine in the uh, break room sells <laughs> Cheetos, but they're like five bucks a bag. Oh my God. So that's where they're going to get their money back. Right. Cause they'll sell every damn bag. Exactly. It's yeah. like, all right, well, we're going to pay them. <laughs> but here's where we're going to get the, get our money back. I think you're right. Uh, let's see. They got to keep track of battery life, how clean it is and how easy it is to maintain. Uh, they must be tested and compared to similar ones in order to avoid, or uh, sorry, in order for avid consumers to make informed decisions when purchasing. 
They'll also be allowed to give their own personal opinions of the product. Well, I would hope so. All of these factors will be compiled into a video that accompanies a write-up and a photo of the vaporizer according to the description. So, if any of you out there are super stoked, you can find more at vaped.com. If you want to be super stoked to be super stoned, this is the job for you. You want to be stoked and toked, give it a shot. There you go. There you go. All right. Moving on from that story. I mean, I don't know, 40K, 42K a year for just smoking is probably pretty good. There's a lot of people who are doing doing it right now for free who don't have anything else going on. So <laughs> They're just uh, sitting around, nothing else to right. do, doing it for free. Get paid, yo. Get paid. <laughs> like, I do like their, their description, though, kind of clears it up. Whatever KTV news, uh, TVU news comes from. Yeah. Uh, for those who for those who land the job, it won't be as simple as testing the vaporizer and sending it back with a green check mark. And I'm sure there's like a bunch of people say, "All right, I'm out." Yep, I'm out. If that's not all there is, forget it. I can't keep track of anything else. <laughs> you lost half your applicants, right? There. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They're probably right right at the beginning reading this. <laughs> oh man, I'm just gonna have to. Take a vaporizer, put a green check mark on it, and send it back. Pa- oh, oh man. I bought that green pen and everything. <laughs> well, it's not like pot grows on trees. Oh, wait, it kind of does. No, it grows kind on trees. Oh, wait, I thought of that before I saw that hydro panicked. I didn't see your thing. I promise I didn't steal it. He just yeah. barely typed yeah. it grows no, on I, trees. No, I saw it. You, you said it before. I saw it before. You uh, said it before it popped up there. That so. was just real. That was happenstance and very nice happenstance, by the way. We're brothers now. You just don't know it. That's All right. right. That's right. OKTVU okay, is uh, Oakland. Oh, Encore. that's Oakland? Okay. okay. Oh, jury just, just left. Oh, just when we... this great job <clears throat> sprung up. I assume you could do this on your, you know, kind of in your own schedule. Like you wouldn't have to be at a desk Eight nine to five, right? You could no. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think you'd have to drive to work. (laughs) So jury (laughs) could drive to an office. Probably not want you to drive. So yeah, hey Bob. Yeah, sorry. How you doing? Yeah, good. I'll love to sit and chat, but I've got to go to my office and smoke pot for the next eight hours. Uh, We were born in the wrong decade. All right. Here's a here's a fun story that's close to my heart because I used to do this, and I've said it on the show before. So this isn't like I'm admitting to this for the first time uh i have regrets of some of my youth but not as much as some people i know so i don't feel that bad about it anyway i used to go to weddings wedding receptions on friday nights with my friends pretend like we were invited and sneak out of there with gifts that were supposed to be for the couple all right that's what we used to do horrible i can't believe you did this yeah it was bad you're a monster (laughs) so like three or four of us would go i won't use their names and we would go to like a reception one center. Them, one of them was named Soup, though. Probably. Yeah, one of them definitely that was one of those guys was Soup. No, he was later. He would have been out of high school. But uh, anyway, this is all during high school. So we'd go to like a, you know, we're 16, 17 years old. We'd go to a, a reception and we'd walk in. And the first one we'd walk in, we wouldn't have a gift because okay. it's the first one we walked into. But we would walk in and nobody checks anything. Nobody asks. You're just, we're dressed up on purpose. And we go through all the stuff. We eat all their food is the main thing. That's the main reason we do is we eat the food that's part of the, you know, the buffet, the catering, whatever. Yeah. And yeah. then we go through the line. And the big joke was to go through the line and act like we knew them. So it'd be like, oh, I've not seen you since whatever, whatever. And they just kind of go, oh, yeah. Kind of a Seinfeld moment of like, you have to pretend of course, like, you know like this well, is. we better, we got, A, we got to keep the line moving. B, we don't want to piss off any of the people who maybe flew here to, to be. Uh, to be part of this uh, yeah, yeah exactly so we did this and then the point of it was to not just stop there you'd get through the line and then on your way out 
you would kife, as we'd say, one of the gifts. Uh-huh. Okay. So they'd be a pile of gifts usually. This was the tradition at the time. I don't know if they still do. Yeah. But you just grab one. Not Hopefully nobody sees you do it. And then you walk out of there. And you don't even know what's in it. And you don't actually care because it's not about the gift. Because now sure. what you do is you hop in the car and you go to the next place. And people get married left and right. The next Holiday Inn. The next oh, yeah. uh, Sheraton. Yeah. yeah, they get married everywhere. Like they're just all over the place. There's a million yeah. just wedding reception dedicated buildings all over downtown. So we go to the next one. And we walk in, and now we have a gift. <laughs> so we go, boink, put it in the put it in the pile, and then we do the rigmarole of eating all their food and going through their line and pretending like we know them. And then we usually did three a night, and then we'd leave, take another gift, not the one we brought, but a different one, leave, go to the yeah. third one, drop that gift off into the new pile, do the same pattern again. So the point was, by the end of the night, we had eaten really good. And we had we had had our you know our fun little troll moment of making them think they know us, but they don't. But mainly, what we did is we left gifts at different weddings that when they opened them, it would say, "Dear Bill and Dear Sheila, Sally and Mike." Yeah, 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 which is not uh-huh. them, and would completely f with their brains about who gave them this and why is it here. Would we love you? That. Uh, would you consider? Uh, probably not because it's like returning to the scene of a crime. But <laughs> after the last wedding, going back to the first one with the gift you stole from the last wedding. Oh, that's a great idea just to finish things out. That's what we should have yeah. done. We never but did been, that. You're walking back in and they're like, look, there's the guys that uh, Tommy saw walking <laughs> off with one of your presents. Yeah, so there was that risk. Plus, there, you know, we'd already had their food. Might be done by, yeah, right. Could be done by then. Yeah. Cetera, yeah. Plus going through the line. You know, you wouldn't do the line again because that'd be weird. But yeah. but anyway, um, it was a thing we used to do, but I don't do it now. All right, so judge judge me for my youth and whatever. But we were kind of. I mean, we used to go holodoming, but we wouldn't. Uh, that that. Uh, Wait, what's a hol- what's holodoming? Tell me about holodoming this. holodoming is uh, so you uh, you take a boombox and uh, swimwear and a towel. Yeah. And you go and and not being a a guest of the Holiday Inn with the holodome swimming pool and hot tub area you just show up with all your stuff and act like you're a guest there and and hang out in the uh in the holodome that's great (laughs) it's it's, you know compared to yours it's like it's like uh stealing a a ballpoint pen versus driving off with a maserati well maybe not maserati but yeah it's uh, a little bit certainly a certainly a nice sensible car yeah i i mean the thing we always justified in our brains was we didn't steal. We ended up not, you know, in the end, nothing was taken. We never didn't take anything home. So no gifts were yeah. truly stolen. So they you wouldn't just- take one from the last, no, no, the no, last wedding of the no. night. The last wedding just got an extra gift, basically, and never lost anything. It's wow. really the middle guy who got the who got the true swap of a one-for-one. One. Right. And right. the original wedding is the one that really got hosed. Because they, they got nothing. Or they I just, hope it wasn't you know. something you're really looking forward to. <laughs> and there were a couple of times where the first wedding had really lousy selection of gifts, and if you grabbed one, you'd, <laughs> you'd know. So we'd have to do it'd be like the second or third one that night before we'd get right. one or whatever. So it wasn't oh always God. good, but yeah. I imagine size, gift size, has to be an issue, right? You have to be, you have to pick something you can easily sneak out, so you're not taking a, uh, a KitchenAid mixer. It's probably going to be like you know. Uh, fancy clock or yeah. something yeah or some kind of like fondue some decorative candles fondue yeah. forks with your names on them or 
right? Yeah. Oh, which is even worse. Yeah. Customized fondue yeah. forks. And I'm sure there was some of that. Some of these things had to have been like customized, whatever. Because these are not people who are just using the registry. These are people who are like, I bought a gift. It's a specific gift, and I'm bringing it to your wedding. And yeah. you know, Claire asked in the chat, well, wouldn't you report these things missing? You don't know they are. Yeah, we, right. they don't know. They just said like, oh, it's a big pile. I mean, you'd probably, you'd probably say. Oh, you know, or uh, uh, Sheila comes back and says, hey, did you like that uh, that set of uh, napkin holders I gave you, the engraved napkin holders? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't remember ever <laughs> getting those. Or yeah. they say, oh, yes, we love them. Uh, your thank you card is on the way. Yep. Yep. I mean, I remember at our wedding, we got re-gifted. Somebody, somebody gave something to their wedding, and they just turned around and gave it to us oh. and forgot to take the card out and everything. Oh, man. Yeah. Unless Jeez. it was one of these. Now, it's entirely pop- possible somebody wedding hopped. I don't know. <laughs> somebody did it to you. I don't know. But wow. Dan Wally, you're right. Scott's white privilege stories. Absolutely. This this was us. This was us flaunting our inability to be caught. Like, if I'd have gone into those weddings, let me just tell you what would have happened in 1985, 86, 87, if I'd have done these weddings, and I was a person of color, forget about yeah. it. They would have noticed because yeah. there was no other black people there. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. right. Yes. So yeah, absolutely. It was, it was a these, little These two guys kind of stand out. Did you invite them? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So anyway, although my my uh, I did have an Asian friend go with me, but we have lots of Asians here in Utah. We have lots of, we have lots of everybody. It's just, you're right. <laughs> I got away with it because we were a certain type Damn. And, and we did it. Anyway, the point is, now I move us to the story about a serial wedding crasher. Okay, Ooh. so now serial. we bring so it. So it's Captain Crunch. It's all Captain Crunch, yeah. uh, Cinnamon Lucky. Toast Crunch, all the, the crunches. Uh huh. Yeah, all the crunches. All the crunches. Um, honey uh, nut Cheerios. B honey b- bunches of Cheerio Crunch. No, that doesn't exist. <laughs> serial <laughs> wedding crasher allegedly stole gifts from more than a dozen couples in three states. Now we never went this far. Wow. A woman captured on surveillance camera near an unsuspecting couple's wedding gifts as a suspect in more than a dozen thefts since 2017. See, she just didn't know when to quit. We were done by the time yeah. senior year yeah. rolled around. Uh, newlyweds Madison and John Sharkazik. I don't know how to say that name. Yeah, Sekerzik. Ooh, I wouldn't mess with that. See, that sounds like Armenian mobsters or something. <laughs> it's the only wedding where the groom is wearing a uh, red tracksuit and a yeah. bunch of gold chains. Yeah, you got to be careful. Anyway, <laughs> uh, they this lady's approaching the gift table. She stole the stuff. Uh, this couple's not alone. Inside edition, inside edition, they still still exist. Holy oh, shit! Wow. <clears throat> uh, they spoke to five couples to say the same woman has also targeted their weddings. Uh, police say uh, Sandra Henson, age 54, is suspected of wedding thefts in three different states, Tennessee, Mississippi, and Alabama. Uh, yeah, I, you know, we'd never do this in the era of, like, everything has a camera. Yeah. Never do yeah, this. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Not that you should do it anyway. I mean, like, I'm, I'm telling you, <laughs> it was the folly of my youth, all right? We were just being dumb nuts. Everyone is when they're kids, and I'm not trying to yeah. make excuses, but I think we would have been more hesitant if ring cameras and phone, cell phones and all the stuff we have today sure. there's no every way. hotel camera every every hallway and lobby fully fully loaded with cameras yeah. you could say that second wedding we neither took gifts nor left gifts <laughs> we only took one and left one you did both you took a gift and left it you could say the opposite yeah but you it's still it's still the left gifts. but it's still the plural uh, of the of oh, the oh you correct cuz that's the whole 
That's the whole thing. If I said now, I neither took gift nor left gift. Yeah, that. (laughs) I'm bringing it all back up again. (laughs) A terrible, stupid thing. Yeah, let's not. Let's let's never bring up the plums again. (laughs) Yeah, may it never happen again. Anyway, so this is all. uh, She's in trouble now. I think she probably just did one too many. I mean, if she's doing it since 2017, that's how many years now? Four years? Three years? Mm -hmm. Four? Mm -hmm. Four years? Four Four years? years. Wow, That's, that's weird. Is that weird? Four years? That is four years of, of stealing. She got caught stealing when she was 54. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's Just see. Just a simple fact when I want a wedding gift and I don't want to pay for it. <laughs> Very nice. I couldn't think of the cadence of that song, but you nailed it. Uh-huh. All right. Elon Musk uh, in the news. Now, uh, I'd like to preface this by saying that I tweeted this and said uh, there's this this exact story where he quotes his quote is uh, about his Mars landing efforts taking people to Mars he said yeah. a bunch of people will probably die yeah. uh, I put a tweet that said sign me up and what I actually meant by that was I'd go to Mars like that's it that's all I meant yeah. Yeah. but yeah. the Elon oh, Musk people, stands like, put you on a watch list now the Elon Musk stands out there dude the guys and gals oh sure who back that dude in a cultish-like way mm-hmm. as if he is freaking South African Jesus. <laughs> they are jumping all over me going, people die in every major space thing. He's just being honest. I'm like, that's, that's not my point. I actually want to go, yeah. even if I'm one of the yeah. people that die. I get it. Right. And then somebody else says, <laughs> every, uh, think of the, the Apollo landings. People died to make those. I know, I know. I get it. Calm down, Elon Musk worshippers. Wow. Also, people people worship sucks. They're all a bunch of crypto-loving, Elon Musk-making-out people who just can't... You can't take a word of negativity about Elon Musk. I happen to think he's fine. Whatever. He's this eccentric psycho who has some cool ideas, but... And a ton of money, it's, but that's not enough for me to worship inside. him. Right. Listen, I want I want my next car will probably be a Tesla. I'll just say it right now. Same. Love I love those cars are yeah. awesome. SpaceX is awesome. I, you're 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 that just looking for fights. Car tunnel. Yeah. That slow moving car tunnel in Las Vegas is awesome. They're just looking for fights. Yeah. So go take it somewhere else. I'm not here to fight. <laughs> I want to go on that trip. That's my whole point. Yeah, it wasn't me yeah. being sarcastic on, oh, sign me up if there's going to be death. <laughs> That's not what I was doing. Boy, they really got up my cheese the other day. And I got emails and all kinds of stuff. Wow. Elon Musk is not a god. He's not even a demigod. He's a dude what has a ton of money and he's pretty smart. That's it. All right. Okay. Uh, the point it. is, he says a bunch of people <laughs> will die. And he's right. They will. A lot of people yeah. will die. Uh, yeah, this is a. I mean, it's probably a one-way trip. Well, yeah, for they, most yeah, people, they're going to die anyway. Like, yeah, even die if anyway. they live to a hundred, they'll die. Yeah, but uh, this whole uh, Mars thing—it's a god awful small affair. Yeah, Dan Wally says he's cunning, not smart. An interesting distinction there. Mm. Mm. Wow. Hmm. Hmm. I just mm. think he's a bad choice for hosting SNL. That's all I think. I know. What is the what is the reasoning behind that? It's it's hard. It's bad enough. When they bring sports, yep. Uh, when they bring athletes on, because uh, they don't know comic timing, they don't know um, delivery, they can't do anything but read a teleprompter, and I can't imagine what it's going to be like with Elon Musk. We'll see. A guy who thinks he's way funnier than I than, than he probably is. Yeah, 
He think he still thinks uh, that's what she said. Jokes are funny. I think. <laughs> he still thinks smoking pot with Joe Rogan's funny. Yeah, he thinks that's pretty No, funny. I'm kidding. Don't send your hate mail to yeah, me. Yeah, leave it. Leave Brian out of this. Don't give him exactly. a hard time. I'm already filled in all your weirdness. Just I'm I'm just saying he's fine. I'm not here to take on your your Jesus. Let him be your Jesus. Right. I'll be over right. here with not him as my Jesus. Okay? I do I do like the uh I do like the whole description here. His whole his whole uh phrase. You might die. It's going to be uncomfortable and probably won't have good food. Yeah. <laughs> It's a really, it's just a really unusual uh, cluster of of things to dissuade you. Yeah. Well, you might die. Plus, the food's not going to be very good. He may, maybe he's funny. It's kind of like Casa Bonita. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) He just described. You might die. It's probably going to be uncomfortable, and there won't be good food. There you go. Uh, Or some of the buffets in Vegas. Some of those are a little sketchy. (laughs) Anyway, that's your uh, that's your news today, and good luck to uh, Elon Musk as he as he hasn't done it yet. He hosts it next week, is it, or sometime soon, or yeah, uh, a week from a week from this coming Saturday, so two weeks basically. Okay, all right. Him and well, him and Miley. I'm sure it'll go well. Oh, Miley Cyrus. Hey y'all. No. Hey y'all. I've got a new song I did. Hey y'all. Hey. hey <laughs> too. She has such a weird low voice. Um, All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, Justin Robert Young will be here. We're going to talk about the political science behind redistricting. There was some big news yesterday about what that Mm, means. And I don't know anything about that, so I'm actually kind of curious. I have questions. We'll we'll find out more when we get to him for our weekly political segment with Justin Robert Young. Brian, we need a song, though, before we can do that. What do you got? Well, I got a song for you. How about something uh, along the lines of old red hot chili peppers style when it was kind of they were rocking they were they were throwing rap in there and it wasn't quite as uh uh as melodramatic as under the bridge yeah exactly let's go back to like stuff like real men don't kill coyotes and and higher ground and stuff like that uh this is a group uh called igloo and hartley i-g-l-u and hartley h-a-r-t-l-y um, they have a brand new single that just came out last week. This is Cheetah and didn't even think about um, uh, our whole Cheetah, Tester the Cheetah discussion. But uh, anyway, Still works. this was co-produced by the guy, Mark Needham, who did the killer, who worked with the killers, Imagine Dragons and Walk the Moon. Really, nice. really good stuff. Yeah. Uh, here's Cheetah by Igloo and Hartley. Then it can't have existed Too much to say Then it's too hard to listen To a story of a few Sent on their own past Went through a whole lot But tried to hide away the past When the memories we made Came up for air Had to push it back down Cause it didn't seem fair Had the world in the hands It's such a quick moment Then the world took it back And we gotta keep going Gotta close down And take some hits Saw the only clear option Was to change the shit Separate from the love Trade it for the dark Stand up tough A bear lies from the heart up We turn it back But it only took a minute Face to face Could have said best friends Don't finish up But we can't let the world Feel the call every day Ten years 
Hey, you guys, let's take a minute and talk about our friends at Blue Chew. Today's episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Look, it's been a hell of a year. Personally, I feel like I've aged 12 years over the last 12 months. And if you're like me, you're feeling your age more than you used to. <laughs> I guess that's true. Especially in the bedroom. It's time to snap out of it. Spring is here. And it's time to get sprung with Blue Chew. That's right. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form at a fraction of the price. Blue Chew's tablets help men achieve better erections to combat all forms of erectile dysfunction. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in discreet packaging. Everyone's favorite packaging. The process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com. That's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-U, or sorry, E-W, rather, .com. So like blue, like the color blue, chew like you're chewing it, .com. Uh, Consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive a prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. Their licensed medical professionals and providers will work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. Don't like swallowing pills? No problem here. Because you don't have to, you chew them. Blue Chew's Sildenafil and Tadlafil. I know I'm saying those wrong. (laughs) Tablets are completely chewable and they're made right here in the USA. And they uh, prepare and ship them direct so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. So if you could benefit from some extra confidence when it comes time to perform, wink, wink, visit bluechew.com for details and important safety information. We got a deal for you guys. Try Blue Chew for free. When you use our code TMS at checkout, just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code TMS, to receive your very first month free. And we thank Blue Chew for helping us out today. I do not accept this. Nova, let's go see the Earth. The morning stream. They mostly come in the morning. Mostly. All right, we're back, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Brian, that band again song slash. That band, band. again is Igloo and Hartley, and the song is Cheetah. Nice. Cheetah. Yeah. Wasn't he a tiger? Cheetah. He was a tiger. He was a, it, was a, it was a tiger, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> the best part of that is your line because. It's so. How do, how do I put this? I can hear I you say. I it. don't laugh at it. I am able to, for somehow, keep a straight, yeah, straight response. Yeah, it's kind of hard to explain, but I, I do yeah. love it. All right, calling up our pal Justin Robert Young, who I, I guess has finished his, um, his two studios are all like running and looking good. So, Ooh, are we going to see the new studio? I think, I think today? we are. Let me play this, and we'll find out. These are their stories. Oh, I'm terrible with names. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Justin Robert Young to the program. Oh, that looks like a new studio to me. Look Look at at that that studio. Mm, Sexy. Hello, friends. Oh, hi. Hello. Hey, that's a beautiful backdrop you got going there. What's that about? It's nice. Uh, We are we're 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 still we're still building, but this is uh, this is this is what it is now. Yeah. Uh, So we have uh, two sets here: the the standing set and the uh, sitting set. And this is the sitting set. There you go, sitting there, being all city. I like it. Uh, And then the standing one. I know we can't look at that right now, but the standing one looked pretty rad. I saw you streaming the other day. It looked real good. So, grats on Uh, all that. 
Yeah, yeah. Actually, oh, you want to know what? I don't have my thing to flip it over. But uh, uh, yeah, everybody, twitch.tv slash Justin R. Young, uh, streaming Wednesday, Thursday, Friday as of now. And uh, we will, uh, you'll, you'll, you'll be able to see it. Yeah, it's all very cool. Streaming live. I love it. I love it. Uh, I What's mean, great is that the shirt he's wearing yeah. is like we're looking at his stream with his face and the politics, politics, politics oh, logo to the right. Weird. So it's it's like it's it's like one of those mirrors where you keep looking. Yeah, I am. I am decked out here with my with my <laughs> own merch and my own logo. Yeah. Uh, it is it is a shameless affair right now. On, <laughs> which yeah. I didn't I didn't mean to do it, but now that I'm now that we're here, yeah, uh, why there's nothing wrong with that. I'm, I'm yeah. I'm, it's great. I like it. The chat room seems to be anything. Uh, I guess I'm not hearing as much as they are, but they say you're a little low uh, and they keep oh. saying it over and over. Yeah, it's a little bit. Maybe you're I a little low. I just adjusted them. All right. Uh, turn up a little there, Justin, if you can. Turn up for, for what? that goes. Turn up for what? That was a hot song for two minutes. Hot song for a hot minute. Oh, turn down for what? Oh, can you hear me better? Yeah, much better. Yeah, it was turned down for what? You're right. Justin's got the right song. We had it wrong. Well, anyway, it's good to have you here, and I'm happy to have you back. We had a couple of weeks there. We missed you. You had a thing two weeks ago, and then last week the show got smeared, and we ended up doing a whole different thing. So having you back is is a pleasant return to normal. And uh, yeah, no, no, happy happy to be on here. Yeah, it's good to have you here. So I thought. Well, we could talk about a thing. You and I talked last night a little bit about it. Um, I saw on the news that there was uh, some switcheroo going on because of census results, which is interesting because I never really knew what the census was for. But now I think I maybe maybe I was told yesterday that census uh, affects. What did you think the census was for? I don't know. I thought it was just our way of saying like a a national roll call. Yeah. Just just for laughs. Like just to see what. Hey, man, what? Just checking in. Uh, Fred. Fred Jones. I hear. Okay. I thought Uh, it was Schneider. I thought it it was just like uh, like stats, like uh, five out of uh, ten Americans all live in a hut or whatever, you know, like just ways of saying. Saying that we that we know what's going on, and then we can base policy around that. And I guess districting is that, but but I didn't yeah. know what actually led to oh, this many more people have moved to Texas, therefore two new reps are going to be there, and these many people left California, so we're taking two from them. And I didn't know that at all. Like the census, I guess I now understand why changes to the census is so controversial because. Some see certain changes as like, oh, well, that's, you know, a, a racial divide or they're 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 making this one change so that um, I don't know. People have to answer it in such a way that it that it that it creates divisions and, and some of those are on racial lines or whatever. And I always thought, why are you all so worried about it? It's just a questionnaire, right? It's just like a survey. So I didn't know all this stuff This said this this was news to me. So I thought we'd have our, you know, resident now living in Texas, now has two new representatives, Justin Robert Young, explain this to us. Yes. But then he got up and left, so he's not he there. He's done. Oh, there oh, I'm he here, I'm here. Okay. For whatever reason, you got really, really quiet in my in my. Oh, ear, oh ear, that's but. weird. Okay. Uh, hopefully uh, we're good uh, uh, Sorry, it's probably because your intro was going on too long. Um, <laughs> zing! I, I, uh, uh, so, yeah. So, so, basically what happens is the census happens once every 10 years, and with those numbers, you determine how many House of Representative or where the uh, uh, 435, I believe, House of Representative seats are divvied up. Things that have happened for the past, you know, 
60 years, 70 years, uh, are, are trends that people are moving from the Rust Belt and the northern states, yeah. Illinois, New York, Ohio, to the south and the west, Florida, Texas, Arizona, North Carolina, yeah. and, and, and all that. And that's exactly what happened uh, or continued to happen in in this reapportionment. That's that's what they call it. So Montana, Oregon, Colorado, North Carolina, and Florida all gained one seat. Mm. Texas gained two. They were the only state to gain two seats in the House of Representatives. Meanwhile, Michigan, Ohio, Pennsylvania, New York, Illinois, and West Virginia all lose one seat. I believe that that also for the first time ever puts Florida as having more congressional districts than New York does. Oh, wow. Uh, because they had slowly sort of eroded, but the biggest combo breaker of all of it was that California lost a seat and they had not lost a seat since ever. <laughs> Never has that happened mm. in, in a census or a reapportionment. And uh, that's because of slowing, not declining population, but slowing population. And that was a trend nationwide. We actually had the slowest, uh, the slowest population growth since the Great Depression. Although some people suggest that that might not be exactly what happened, but but rather, you know, there were some complications with the census last year up to and including i don't know if people remember this but there was a pandemic that made people less likely <laughs> to answer the door for door knockers less door knockers that were out right. there and less people that were reaching out to record people that they would have otherwise yeah that was my actually next question is how do we normally do this and it sounds like it is a lot of good old-fashioned hand to door kind of contact with people because to make up for yeah i mean when you you do get the the mailing and if you choose to ignore the mailing then they come they come a knocking do they yeah. do they come if i don't if i don't mail it back will somebody knock on my i always mail it back but will someone yeah. show up okay. so, so you probably don't get the knock but but in general look less of that was happening than happened in 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 previous decades yeah. uh the, the other part about this is that remember the electoral college is also determined by how many uh, representatives are in each state plus the senators. So if you contested the 2020, uh, uh, the, the, the 2020 race on these new rules, which will guide the 2024 race and the 2028 race, it would have been a closer race. Democrats would have lost, uh, uh, I think like a net six, uh, electoral college points. Oh yeah, so there's no gain for them this time, or with the with these new numbers, and that and that and this change happens like now. Do they do like midterm appointments? Do we wait till the next election cycle mm -hmm. until somebody's in those new seats in Texas, for example, or how does that work? What happens now is redistricting. So this was reapportionment. Now comes redistricting, and so since you're really not going to have a lot of big blockbuster political races that will happen in 2021. What I suspect you're going to do is hear a lot about redistricting and a lot about gerrymandering specifically. The idea that these districts are going to be drawn in increasingly comical and ridiculous ways so the party in power can uh, have a safer district where people are more likely to win. This is where you get those ridiculous districts that look like, you know, the, the, the Lacoste alligator or whatever that, that don't in any way actually feel like a community, but rather are just cutting out all the suburbs where a certain party's voters 
uh, uh, tend to tend to be. And that obviously happens mostly in states with one party rule. And in this particular case, we are going to get more uh, uh, Republican redistricted seats than we will Democrats because Democrats aren't great at winning state state houses and governor's mansions. Interesting. So so um, them. Okay, I didn't realize this. So in my head, I went, oh, well, this means that Texas went Republican anyway, so they still would because now there's two more and they still would like, it wouldn't have made a big difference. Uh, but I didn't realize that <laughs> this shows how stupid I am about this. I didn't realize that two more seats meant more electoral votes for the state. Uh, yes, that makes sense, though, I guess. Now, indeed, it's, it's how the electoral votes are decided. It's literally the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> so it's what it's based. Yeah, on, I yeah. guess. Yeah. I guess I had. I had it in my head that it was done differently, but I guess I guess it's that makes not sense. not like by a pie-eating contest. No. Like which state is the best at doing that? They're purchased. Uh, I'll I'll bid a uh, hundred thousand dollars for one more one more uh, seat, please. Yeah, I'd be all into pie-eating contest. That's a great idea. Let's do that. I want to sure. see I want to see Ted Cruz go go hard on a freaking cherry pie pile. Well, Colorado would do so poorly. Well, Texas is Texas is a very interesting state when it comes to this because part of the reason why they do have a growing population is because people. People from other states are moving into Texas. And that means that you have some of the bluer areas of Texas getting bluer up to and including Austin, Houston, uh, the, the Dallas suburbs are getting bluer. Some of the areas are getting redder, including on the border, uh, which oddly enough are, are majority Latino districts, many of them. But uh, uh, the question now for these district or for these uh, state houses and governor's mansions is, how do you determine which district you want to make solid blue and which ones are you trying to shave off of? Because over the next 10 years, you believe that they are going to be solid red. So what you're going to wind up seeing is that like all of Austin will be one district and, and it's not going to get split up. Yeah. It's like they're playing multiplayer bubble bobble. Do you know that game? So it's like, of course, yeah, love Bobble Bobble. It's a little bit like, um, who doesn't? It's bust a move here in the states, everybody. But basically, you, you, if you're playing multiplayer, you both have a chance to try to get as many of this little chunk here if you can. But if this guy shoots it before you do, now you got to shoot a blue that's going to hit a green, which will not create a chain reaction. Like it feels like that's the game. How do we? Like everyone says, oh, it's one party does gerrymandering, the other doesn't. But it feels like they both kind of have to go to create like as much coverage as possible and to differing. Uh, Yeah, I mean, their goal is and and not all states do this. Some states either have mixed government, meaning you have a governor of one party and a state house controlled by the other party, or you have independent commissions that draw these districts. And so therefore, that's not kind of done by political actors. But those that are done by political actors are majority uh, uh, Republican, right. and and they are in states that have expanding seats. Although not all of them, West Virginia lost a seat, yeah. and all of their representatives are from the Republican Party. So what you're likely going to see is over the next year a Republican incumbent versus Republican incumbent primary. Oh, wow. Because they're both one district is eliminated. And so now, you know, it's it's a uh, 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 musical chairs. They're both going to fight for the open chair. Oh, wow. It, and that doesn't happen very often. Right. That's kind of an unusual, unusual thing. I mean, I know some very people run- unusual. Yeah. Because otherwise, like 
in Ohio, for example, the Republicans control the state house and the governor's mansion, and they have one less seat. So guess which district is probably going to get eliminated? Yeah. One of the Democratic ones. Yeah. And uh, uh, that's actually a funny thing, too. Tim Ryan is uh, uh, he is a representative from Youngstown, Ohio. It looks like his district might be on the chopping block, which may or may not have been something in his mind when he decided last week that he is going to run for Senate. So you have you have a, a lot of things that are kind of shifting and motivations that are there based on this reapportionment, which in general, people usually don't give a rat's ass about. Well, and that's so that's my question. Is that why I feel like this is the first time I'm hearing about it? Or is this common every time? Do we always have a shift around like this? And is it is it significant when it does or is this feel different or is different? Um, well, obviously, there's the more. Shift. Yeah. There, there's more criticism of this census than we've had in a while. Yeah. And and I think legitimate criticism because, again, there was a pandemic. And, yeah. and that is something that, you know, needs to be kind of understood as uh, uh, we go we go forward. But like. In general, no, this always happens and, and nerds care about it. The, the difference is, is that we're still in a period where people really care about politics you know who knows how long it'll last i feel like it's on the wane we're at a point now where most people will kind of not care about politics in the next uh in the next two years or so until the until the presidential election happens and mm. then they'll pretend they care again <laughs> <laughs> we had we just had four years of everybody caring a lot about politics we need a break we need a little bit of a i think yeah in general it, it's probably healthy you know yeah. but, but it is funny when people pretend that they always care which yeah. which i think right, uh, right. You know, I think by and large, we had a lot of people that, you know, they they liked yelling. I don't know how much yes. they cared. Yeah. They certainly liked yelling. Yeah. <laughs> I like yelling about politics. Does that count? Yeah. 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 I, mean, I will. Admit, I think they liked freaking out about it. I will. Yeah. I will admit prior to, you know, prior to the the Trump administration, I didn't I didn't care much. And then I yelled a lot for four years. So <laughs> so I get it. I, I'm one of those. I'm, I'm totally yeah. that guy. And I'm a lot less a lot less concerned about daily political things than I used to be. But, um, but I, I, but I like, which is funny because a lot of the same problems that people were, were hyperventilating about are still going. Oh yeah. In, in fact, oh, yeah. many have gotten worse. Yeah. Some are worse. Some are, uh, you know, some are better, but for the most part, you know, we're all, we're also in a time where, you know, I, I, I now get to hear everybody who, uh, you know, hates Biden as much as I hated Trump. Uh, talk like that for four years and then we get to have that whole rigmarole again and then we probably end up with another party for the next four or maybe the next maybe not maybe it's eight but but my point is like we got a long way to go until then though we got we, we got a california recall which is now official uh or semi-official there's like one more little uh technical step but but now it has it has officially been certified as having enough signatures so uh we are going to see Whatever turns out uh, there as Caitlyn Jenner has now officially thrown her hat into the ring. And then, of course, we got uh, midterms coming up that will involve uh, uh, some very interesting, very interesting folks. Uh, and, and and we might see some uh, uh, some really curious challenges, uh, uh, including maybe even Chuck Schumer in New York. Uh, both Marco Rubio and Ron DeSantis are running in, in Florida, but that's next year. I guess we also have the New York mayoral uh, a race where it looks like, you know, nobody's going to catch up to Andrew Yang, which yeah. who's uh, become a juggernaut in New York City politics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting <laughs> twist. Um, 
Caitlyn Jenner uh, running again. Are we sure it's not just getting back to the track and field roots that uh, she was uh, into in, in her youth? No, not that. Okay, really yeah, running, kind for of running again. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the, yeah. I don't know. I don't know where uh, uh, the governor's mansion is on the decathlon, but uh, uh, we'll see. We'll see. You know, that's that's a very interesting. Um, well, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's particularly interesting. Like. Caitlyn Jenner to me is like probably the third most politically viable person in her own family. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't quite know uh, what her political acumen is. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, but, but the one thing that you have to remember about the recall is that you don't need a ton of votes to win. Uh, the, the recall is a two-step ballot where... California residents will say, I want Gavin Newsom recalled. And then the next page is a gigantic list of names that they choose who they want to replace them. Yeah. So if the vote is positive on the first question and Gavin Newsom is ousted, now it's just a raw numbers race on that second page. So you don't need anywhere close to a majority of the population. I, I believe Schwarzenegger won with 4 million votes, yeah. uh, which is not a lot. And it's also going to be a fairly low turnout election. Although th this will get a ton of national attention because it's the only thing happening this yeah. year. Right. Yeah, that's true. Um, well, if it comes down to, let, let's say it's a close race and it comes down to who has the most Wheaties box experience. I think Caitlyn Jenner's got this sewn up. I think we're set. You'll be all ready to go. There you go, everybody. 1980s reference. Woo! All right. <laughs> we had a lot of them, too. We, yeah, went, we, we went deep yeah, on we the well of Caitlyn Jenner references. We really did, uh, which is great. Today's been all about that. Uh, hey, uh, well, this is uh, it, super interesting stuff. And um, if you want more on the periphery of this and everything else going on in the world of daily and weekly politics, check out all of Justin's stuff. Justin, anything in particular you'd like people to be putting their eyeballs on? Uh, yeah, uh, the, the new Twitch studio is, is coming along. So go ahead and check me out. Twitch.tv slash Justin R. Young. And of course, px3podcast.com is where you can get the politics, politics, politics podcast, including, uh, uh episodes coming out this week where we're going to grade, uh, Biden's first 100 days and, uh, uh, do a whole lot more. If, if you like what I said here, there's more information on this and, uh, uh, the, the, leaked audio with john Kerry and uh the, the iranian foreign minister that we're going to get into oh. on the episode that'll come out tomorrow i missed that all right cool well i'll be checking you out to find out more right there justin r young on twitter as well everybody wave to justin bye right. see you gerbs oh shit the jury will now retire i always get to play it <laughs> i forget to play you, it you know you don't have to play it. he's heard it you don't have to play it while he's on yeah but, I know. Uh, boy some strong feelings in there about caitlin jenner in the chat today yeah, no kidding. Yeah, some real, uh, real divisive uh, thoughts from different mm -hmm. factions. Mm -hmm. Well, good luck to her. I, I, to me, it sounds like a, a no way in hell kind of thing because I think she's running as a Republican. I just don't know how you do that and be transgender and like get Republican votes. I don't know how that happens. Yeah, exactly. It's. Uh, I, don't, I don't think they. I mean, I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to get into the into the brain of Republican Californian voters. Right. It just seems right. it seems like it's not going to happen. I don't know. I could be wrong. Eh, who knows? Um, yeah, I think I'm with you. I don't. I think it's very, very unlikely. Seems low. Um, but good luck. All right. Hey, uh, Patreon.com/slash/TMS is how you can support this show. You like this show? 
well, darn it, get in here and enjoy it more by spending a we'll little do cash. do you, punk. Yeah, that's right. We'll do you. We'll do you. Uh, well, uh, here's the thing. If you do it, then every day you get bonus pre-show and post-show content every single day, along mm-hmm. with the full episode, always ad-free. And at the end of the week, you get bonus content like TMSPM. Sometimes it's special stuff, but usually one of those. And you don't get that any other way. Um, this week we're doing a, a play date, so it's a little bit different. But on Saturday yeah. we're doing a play date. But uh, so many good things. Art in the mail, rad stuff, digital stuff, all sorts of stuff. Check it out. Patreon.com slash TMS. And uh, finally, frogpants.com slash TMS. And while we're uh, all this MS, let's, Brian, uh, promote the MS uh, ride you're doing again. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so at uh, the end of June, I'm going to be doing a big, stupid bike ride, but it's for a good cause. Uh, the only thing stupid about the bike ride is that I'm doing it. Uh, the MS-150 ride from uh, uh, Denver up to Berthoud and back. Um that's happening and we need your funds. We're doing a fundraising thing and we have to raise funds as part of a fundraiser. It's weird how that whole thing works. Yeah. Uh, if you visit tiny.cc slash coverville bike 2021, that's coverville bike 2021. Uh, you can, you can, uh, help raise money or help me raise money for this thing. And, uh, uh, appreciate everybody who's donated so far and um, don't worry I'm still doing the Alzheimer's thing also in June so keep an ear out for that can be doing another cover thon although what we did last time where basically I just did Jackbox for uh, eight hours mm-hmm. that was just fine that worked no out complaints good. about that at all yeah. yeah that time goes quick when you're playing a game <laughs> it does yeah. not so much when you're when you're uh waiting for a three and a half minute song to end so you can play another three and a half minute song yeah it's just a different kind of cadence so i i feel you on that That's um, right. like when we play for two hours for play dates it's it's so fast i feel like we barely got there uh but anyway uh some more on that as we get closer to it and let's see for me there's the boop show today at three thirty. so if you want some good old-fashioned indie game coverage uh, today will be your day, so check that out at 3.30 Mountain Time right here at frogpants.tv. That'll be me and Brian Dunaway talking indie games, and I think that's going to do it. Send your emails and your feedback to themorningstream at gmail.com. That's themorningstream at gmail.com. Uh, that's it. We're going to play a song now, so yes. I hope y'all plan on that, because that's what you're getting, so Brian, present it, please. By the way, I did try to use the, the Mevo um, to stream on the bike. And this thing is just not geared for the the bouncing and stuff of uh, the frame. I'm gonna Dang have to it. I'm that gonna sucks. have to invest in a GoPro or something. This this will be a good travel camera because I can throw this in my bag and and have this with me when yeah, I yeah. And those seven hundred or the GoPro sevens or whatever they are, uh, yeah. Hero Seven. Those are they're not so bad price wise these days. They're not so bad. Yeah. No, exactly. So yeah. probably probably have to do that. Sure. Uh, Oh, Luke Sightwalker says, I watched that yesterday. You started out good cover, but it went off air after a few minutes. Yeah, the other problem was that um, I forgot to fully charge this thing, so it became a 10-minute video. I actually never saw the video because I don't retain videos on Twitch, so mm-hmm. I don't know what <laughs> how it looked to uh, if they were able to hear me breathing or, or, or whatever. Uh, if you have recommendations for what camera I should get for my ride streaming, then let me know. They have a Hero 7 for, looks looks like, well, you're still going to be paying around 200 bucks. it looks like. It's not terrible, but. Yeah. Well, Bagheera says, get the 360. I don't know if I want. Uh, 360. Oh, 360 camera? Like, like you, a 360 camera. Yeah. Oh, you don't, that's we, we don't. Cool. You don't want to see me <laughs> hunched over 
my bike in bike shorts. Oh, contraire. I do want to see oh, you. No, nobody, nobody wants to see that. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll see uh, all right. Goes. Let's, uh, let's, let's uh, go with this. Oh, thank you, Beg Garrett. Jeez Louise. Yeah, I'll click that link after I'm done teasing this song. Sure. Uh, got, got dual emails or dual requests for the same date from a couple. And it's just so awesome. Um, this one. So let's see. Tara Hatcher wrote in and said, hi, y'all. My husband, Chad, the drone guy has been an avid longtime listener. It's been a crazy year. Thanks to COVID and long-term symptoms. Chad has been so great through all of it. And I want to wish him a happy anniversary on his favorite podcast. Thanks so much. Signed Tara. Chad separately wrote me and said, uh, I know it's a late request, but my amazing wife, Tara, and I are celebrating 25 mer- uh, years of marriage on April 27th. I would love it if you played Chris Cornell's cover of Nothing Compares to You. Thank you for all that you do. So you guys are awesome with your two uh, requests, your your little secret requests for each other. So we're going to play both songs simultaneously over the top of each other because uh, <laughs> it'll sound awesome. Yeah, like but, all uh, it's um, uh, all Chad. Uh, what's the name of the band? I can't think of the band. Chad uh, Nickelback. Chad yeah, Kroger? Nickelback music. You can take any of their two tracks and lay them together, <laughs> and they sound great together. So oh, that's that. awesome! Actually, God, it would be really cool to hear a a mashup of we belong by Pat Benatar and nothing compares to you. Uh, that actually would be really cool. Yeah. However, uh, I'm going with Chris Cornell's cover of nothing compares to you, oh, which was Chad's request only because so good. I'd never really plugged this album last year. They released a whole collection of Chris Cornell covers called no one sings like you anymore. Volume one. It's all covers by Chris Cornell. Some of them are new versions or, or, versions other than the ones we're familiar with that he also recorded so it's kind of like getting new versions of of things that he recorded before give me, he give me the away. name of that one more time no one sings like you it's called no one sings like you anymore i got it and that's a song this. lyric from what song is that for no one sings like you anymore uh oh is it actually it's a song lyric track? from another song yeah oh here it is yeah i didn't know this existed and yeah you know how much i love chris cornell i'm super into yeah, this. yes so oh i know and you're gonna love this this is his cover of a song that was originally written for a band called the family and if you go and search out the family version of this, it's really good. It was written by Prince for a band that he was involved with producing called uh, The Family. Then, of course, Sinead O'Connor covered it. But right now, you're going to hear Chris Cornell cover it. And I think it might be my favorite version yeah, of the song. Really good. Here is Nothing Compares to You. Oh, that's awesome. And by the way, Chad, I found one ch- sound file with the name Chad in it. So we're just going to play it. Hey, Scott, this is Chad again. I think that's Chad. I'm pretty sure that's him. Oh, really? Our actual Chad? Our actual Chad. So, Chad, if that, I can't remember. If that's you, hey, Scott. if that's you, let us know. I don't know for sure. Anyway, here's that oh, song. Oh, yeah, right. It is. Black Hole Sun is the song, that the, the lyric that's got, uh, no one sings like you anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Black yep. Hole Sun, yep. won't you come? Oh, my gosh. Exactly. I'm going to listen to yep. Chris Cornell all day. All right, here it is. Uh, thanks for that. Happy anniversary, you guys. And everybody else will see you tomorrow for another edition of TMS. It's been seven hours and sixteen days Since you took your love away I go out every night and sleep all day 
show is part of the frog pants network frog pants network get more shows like this at frogpants.com wear it on your dominant arm yep <laughs> wear it on your dominant <laughs> arm. arm hi this is bachelor clues from game of roses of course and i want to talk about club med 
Everybody knows Club Med has been the pioneer of the all-inclusive resort since 1950 with almost 70 resorts worldwide, ranging from beachside destinations in the Caribbean and Mexico to exotic locations like the Maldives and Morocco, or even the mountain destinations like Japan and the European Alps. Dine on delicious gourmet cuisine, enjoy more than 20 activities, and make memories with your family. For more information, visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor. 